All right, everybody, listen, we still have one more guest here for the next uh, half an hour, 28 minutes or so. Uh, those first two guests are awesome. Good to have boots on the ground, as I keep on saying for some reason. It, just to talk about the game from a spectator view, but not just spectators, but someone who, you know, they've been playing in the game, they've been coaching, whatever else, for a while, so it's good to have their input. Uh, but now we're coming in, uh, we're coming in hot with someone who really has the experience here um, on the ground, and, and literally on the ground with this team. Um, our next ghost here is a guest here. She's, you know, taking time off from a busy schedule, so I'm not sure what's going on today, but she's playing in her third Rugby World Cup. She's a tri scorer machine. Uh, let's all welcome Hope Rogers. Hope, how are you? Hey, I'm uh, I'm good. I'm good. Doing good today. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so what's going on? <laughs> well, today um, we had a pretty um, long, uh, tougher day yesterday. So today is more of a recovery, walkthroughs kind of thing. So a bit of a lighter day today. So able to, you know, relax a bit today. Yeah, I mean, I know you're all there for God. You're there for a big reason, but um, you do get a little downtime, and you know, are you able to enjoy yourself at all? Yeah, I mean, we've been trying to make use of um, our recovery days. Um, when we were in Auckland, uh, about what I don't even know the time anymore. You kind of get lost when you're on tour with time. But uh, it was like a week or two ago. Uh, we went to like Kitty Kitty Falls. So it was this really beautiful waterfall. Um, and did our recovery in the waterfall. It was absolutely freezing, um, but it was obviously very nice and pretty. Um, we did a recovery in the ocean um, the other day as well. So just trying to still be able to see some things as when we're here too. Now, I know this isn't as important to you as winning a game, but congrats on making week one Rugby World <laughs> Cup week. I mean, that's good. Yeah, definitely would have been better for the team to get the win, though, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's tough to tough to. You can't run around with a. Uh, I don't know what. I don't know if they give you anything. Maybe a pat in the back or anything like that. But uh, tough to do that. <laughs> uh, so listen, uh, hope. Uh, let's go right into the USA and Italy match. I mean, it, you know, some positives against a very experienced Italian side. You know, the, the you guys, the pack played uh, a really strong uh, in that first half, especially. You know, Halley scoring her first try, a World Cup try. You know, a lot going USA's way early on. You know, was there anything that you, the team? Uh, could take away and learn from that match heading into uh, this weekend's match against Japan? Yeah, I mean, I think there were um, a lot of learning moments uh, from that game. Um, I mean, our um, in the scrum, we, were, we found uh, a lot of success. So that's just something we want to keep building on. Um, our pack has worked really hard, especially our front row. I'm a front rower, so I'm slightly biased. I give credit to all of our locks and back row as well, for sure, but obviously very biased. Um, you know, our front row has worked extremely hard. Um, it was something that we struggled with for a while, was our scrum. And it was, I think the front row took it upon themselves, especially to, you know, really learn and, and grow in that area and, and to be able to see the fruits of that labor um, over the last few games have been kind of exciting for us. Oh. Um, and so that's definitely something we want to keep building on. But yeah, definitely a lot of workout work ons. Our lineouts have been, you know, pretty inconsistent. So um, just trying to hone in on those um, has been a big focus, um, as well as just some of our um, tackling and um, you know working towards attacking the best space as well. So, I mean, have these? What's been the the mindset or the attitude or attitude? I guess the right word for it, but the. Uh, um, I guess I have to whatever. You know, what's it been like at trainings after that match? Are, are you guys still loose? 
or is it kind of um, you know disappointment? How do we get back into that loose mode? Um, I mean, immediately after the game, the rest of the evening, um, you know, everyone was definitely disappointed. Um, a lot of tears, a lot of um, emotions for sure. It's, you know, when you when you lose it, you never want to lose a game. But when you lose a game, um, you know, Italy is a very, very good side. Um, they've come a long way for a lot of reasons. Um, but it was kind of one of those games where we shot ourselves in the foot again. Um, and so whenever we kind of lose from things that we're doing ourselves, um, I think like that's when it hurts a lot. Um, and so we definitely were pretty down, but I think, um, as of the next day, um, we would just been driving through the team, you know, it's just the next task We're we're down, but we're not out, you know, we're very capable of beating a good Japan side and we're very capable of beating a good Canada side. So, you know, the quarterfinals are still very much in our grasp. Doing well in this tournament is very much, you know, a part of our grasp. So it's just about focusing on the next task um, and really believing in that. And, you know, I think we do believe and we have come a long way. So I think you'll see a very different USA side out there, you know, um, this coming weekend. So, Hope, yeah, let's talk about Japan and the rest of pool play. You mentioned here, uh, expect to see a different side against Japan. What what can you tell us? What can we uh, expect to see from the Eagles as a, as a response? I really just think like, um, you know, just improving on all of the little things that we've worked so hard on to do and, um, you know, weren't able to fully execute. You know, we're very much, we look at Japan, um, we look at, you know, what they might bring to us and areas that we can exploit as well. So we obviously like take that into consideration, but uh, it's truly just been on us and how we play and what we can do. And so, um, yeah, I think you'll just definitely see um, more precision in, in what we're going to be doing. So, Sure. And, you know, this is your third Rugby World Cup. Congrats. That's quite the accomplishment. And you've, you've been to a couple before. What has what was the crowd like? What was the experience, um, you know, from the fans that were in the stadium as the as more and more people were showing up and it was getting more packed uh, and, and and the different venues um, that were there in the games. What was the experience like for you? Were you able to hear the crowd and and feel the energy there? Yeah, I can definitely hear it and feel it. I I'm like a player that very much is like very focused on what I'm doing on the field, so. There's times when I like really block everything out, but um, definitely in moments where you're kind of less focused um, and have like a minute to breathe, you know, if an injury's down or, um, you know, you've done something cool or you, you, you know, are in like a pivotal moment. You could, I definitely like heard the crowd. You know, I think for me, it was really special to see um, some people I knew. Um, I know like Sam's on the call, but I like to see, you know, Sam and Hannah, with Sam especially, because um, just been through a lot together and to really, you know, represent, um, you know, represent them while out on the field um, is very meaningful as a player, um, just because you know how much they've done for you as well. So, you know, all of those things are very much in your head when you're out there as well. Sure. This this next question is coming from a purely fan perspective here. As a fan, we're looking at what's going on in the group. We're looking at the plus minus differential, knowing that um, you know the, this this opportunity here in front of you against Japan. Should we uh, anticipate um, the Eagles trying to put on a really big number here to claw back in that plus minus differential? You know, I think that's obviously obviously like the hope and the goal is to 
you know, put up some big points always. But at the end of the day, you know, we need the win. Just kind of going out there and focusing on the next task. I've, you know, I've said this before in um, a few things, but I think sometimes when you get caught up in like needing to put on a big score or wanting to do, you know, wanting to have a big breakaway or, you know, huge tackle, you kind of lose sight of the process. And, you know, when you're having fun and you're just focusing on that next task, which is catching the ball, or when you're focusing on that next task of, you know, tracking in, getting my foot where it needs to be, that's kind of when those big moments happen. You know, that's when you have those line breaks. That's when you have the big tackles. Um, so very much still focused on the process and what we need to do. But, yeah, definitely hoping, uh, you know, you're always hoping to put up a big score. So let's, uh, if you want to come up and ask a comment or ask a comment, keep saying it, ask a question or make a comment. Uh, we really want you to come on up, uh, just hit the button on the left, the microphone will get you up here on as soon as possible. You also DM me your question or John, uh, John Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick, jeez, I'm getting all wrong. What the hell's wrong with me tonight? Anyway, um, on rugby morning, go up here, ask a question. And speaking of, we do have Scrum of the Earth back up here. How you guys doing again? Oh, fantastic. Hope, uh, if I can call you that, Miss um, Rogers, I, I feel very privileged to be able to chat with you briefly. <laughs> Holly Davidson was the was the official, the the lead official for the the game against Italy, and she's probably my favorite official on earth. I think she's just incredible. Uh, you know, leading into it, I thought, oh, this is going to be great. But uh, okay, and please tell me if I'm just imagining things. <laughs> Th- there was a moment; it was a huge momentum shift where an Italian player put, to me, a shoulder charge in on, on one of our guys. And, like, it dislodged the ball. Um, Italy ended up scoring off of it. And it was that thing where not only did they not call it, the comms then went on to say, oh, they show the replay and they say, oh, look at that great hit. Look at that great hit. And to me, it was not a great hit. It was a no-arms, no-wrap tackle. It was an NFL-style shoulder charge. And it changed the momentum. I know, I, I know we don't complain about the officials and say it was their fault. Um, and like I say, I love Holly Davidson, who was in charge. But like, it felt egregious to me. Am I just seeing things through, you know, through my USA eyes here? Did, did, was there any talk about that in the, in the locker room afterwards? It seemed like a big moment, and it, feel like, it felt like a really missed call for me. Yeah, I mean, it's always hard. Um, that's not something we usually uh, try to dwell on too much because it's an uncontrollable. You know, we we have to play with, like, what we're giving, the calls that we're given, and the more you get hung up on those things, the more your head isn't in the game, you know, and the more you are performing outside of that. So, um, you know, and unfortunately there are, like, missed calls um, throughout. I mean – What's great this in this World Cup is we have TMO, you know, for things like tries and stuff like that. Um, in 2014, we didn't have TMO. Um, there's definitely tries that were scored in those games from the USA that uh, the ref on the field didn't call. But then when you go back and look at video, they're definitely there. So, you know, it's really great to, like, have different advancements. And we just, you know, hope that those advancements keep coming in the game. But you know, as far as that particular event, it's just something that you can't dwell on and you just kind of have to play the cards that are given you in that moment. Speaking of advancements, Hope, you know, this is your third World Cup over these years. You know, what kind of advancements have you seen um, or have you seen a, uh, a a big growth in the game over years? Yeah, I mean, the, the crowds are definitely bigger uh, for sure, which is like a big, uh, definitely a big thing. 
you know, I think it would be cool to be um, at Eden Park, you know, playing um, with like the crowds that are there. Like I said, TMO um, in 2014, there were, like I said, there was uh, two tries that um, I know this because I had scored them, um, but the ref uh, wasn't there in time and, and missed those. And then like you, there's photos and there's videos of the try being grounded, um, but there just wasn't TMO yet. And so that's something that was different. Um, player welfare is a little different. You know, um, in 2014, we were playing every three days. Um, whereas now it's every five. Mm. Um, so you were able to rest and recover and take care of our bodies a bit more. Um, so there's definitely advancements um, that's been really great to see. And I, I definitely have hope and belief that it's just going to keep getting better. And you're the senior player on the squad, which I don't know if you like me saying that or not. <laughs> I'm definitely old. You can say I'm old because I feel <laughs> oh. it. <laughs> I'm not the oldest. Though. Not the oldest. <laughs> But, but let's talk about caps. You're, you have 37 caps. Um, your front row teammate, Katie Benson, is about to get her 30th, hopefully, this weekend. Uh, only one in 10 people, uh, USA Women's players, that do that, which is amazing. Um, do you ever think about that over these years? I mean, did, when you hit 30, was that a thing? Like, yeah, pat in the back kind of thing? Or you never even thought about it? Yeah, it is for us. I mean, um, we we definitely like to celebrate victories when we can. Um, so, um you know, uh, I hit 30, I believe it was in autumns. Um, and so we kind of do a little um, ball cap for each other um, just because it's just is more rare, unfortunately, right now for the USA women, um, particularly to, you know, get a bunch of caps. Um, and so, um, yeah, we definitely do celebrate those moments because it is special. Hopefully in the future we can keep raising the number so that we don't have to like celebrate 30. Maybe we can just start celebrating 50. The more we get people um, hitting those. And it does seem like uh, World Rugby is making some initiatives to help, you know, ensure that we're getting games yearly. I know there's been two years since I've been playing for USA Rugby, which I started in 2013 where I didn't play a single international game. So, you know, there's definitely like improvements, um, at least getting games yearly for uh -huh. us. How many have 40 caps? Uh, I believe it's only two or three. And I actually have 38. And oh. hopefully, we'll be, hopefully we'll be receiving 39 um, oh. against Japan. And then have the potential to get 40 at this World Cup. So yeah. the well, possibility is there. Yeah. Well, I talked to somebody in, in media at World USA Rugby because they wrote down 37. Anyway. Uh. Cut my caps. We don't yeah. get many. No, they were like, kidding. oh, she didn't play well. We're not kidding. <laughs> That's how I felt. I, I didn't deserve it. <laughs> hey, one more thing, and we'll hand off to John. Um, let's This Japanese, Japanese roster, the roster came out early today for this weekend's match. Um, a number of uh, World Cup debuts in there, you know, Catherine Johnson, Evelyn Ashton Brucker, uh, you know, uh, Elizabeth Cairns, Megan Foster, and a couple others as well. Um, you know, looking back at your first World Cup game, you know, what do you think is going through their minds right now? Is it nerves, just another game, or just so much excitement? Yeah, I think it's all of the above, to be honest. Um, you know, I was I was a little young buck. Um, fortunately, whenever you know I had my first opportunity, and so, um, you know, you're definitely. We've been talking about this on our team with, um, you know it's not mutually exclusive. Like you can be really grateful to be here and then also want to work really hard to do whatever you can to, you know, 
perform and make the jersey better and um, raise the level. So, you know, I think for a while um, we were a lot of people were just in the mindset of like, you know, I'm just grateful to be here. Like, do I deserve to be here? All these things. But it's also like definitely, you know, I'm a I'm a huge person on gratitude. Um, I, you know, try to live a life of gratitude. And so, um, you know, I fully get that. But it's also, again, looking at how can you you do deserve to be here. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. Um, so just how do you keep making that Jersey better? How do you keep working at it? How do you believe in all of those things to be able to, you know, go out and have a really good performance as well. So Hope, let's, um, let's change gears here for a second talk a little Prem 15's Exeter Chiefs. You're due back with Exeter after the, after the world cup. I'm looking back at last year, came up just a little short against Saracens um, in your chance to win the championship last year. Do you feel like this year when you get back, this is the year for, for Exeter and the X number of Eagles that are on the team to, to win it? Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I um, really love my Chiefs family and, you know, I've, I've learned and I've grown um, so much there. You know, uh, Susie's been absolutely amazing. You know, I can't give enough credit to our forwards coach there, um, Steve Salvin, Um just the amount that I've gained um, learning from about like scrums and lineouts, particularly um, was just kind of the level of detail, especially um, has like really impacted my game and um, in a huge way. And so I think like the team is coming back. We have a couple, I think good additions as well. A lot of the people are returning. So I think um, we're definitely have something special brewing there. And, you know, I'm really excited to, um, see where it takes this, this season. Absolutely. And I, I might not have the right number, but it's got to be 2021 20, now. Women's Eagles uh, in the Premier 15s. Do you get more worked up when, when, you, when you face them um, in action? Um, you mean like uh, some of the girls that are um... – you mean in the prem, like are playing our USA yeah. teammates? I, I worded it? that question really strangely, so thank you for cleaning that up for me. Um, yeah, I mean it's definitely fun. I mean, we truly are a family here with USA, and like we really love each other. Like, again, like you might not always like everyone or agree with everything, but I think we really truly want um have each other's best interests at heart and. So when you really when you get to play against each other, it is fun. I know, like my favorite is the front row. You know, I uh, obviously joking around with uh, when we played Loughborough. Um, Charlie and I are pretty good friends, and you know, just being like, "Ah, oh, did you uh, you brought your beepers today, didn't you?" And she's like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, your beepers. When you're gonna go backwards in the scrum, you know, beep, beep, beep." And so like, <laughs> just super fun, like having fun with it. Um, it was actually a really good mutual scrum that day. Um, that we played them so but yeah it's definitely fun to play against them and um yeah like I said have fun with it well so you mentioned Charlie are there is there another player you really like going up against one of your teammates like you like going up against when you're in the Premier 15s um I don't know I I think it's hard to like just say one like I said yeah. like I didn't I didn't have the opportunity to play sale um because I was only over um for like half the season um because I went over in January um, so I didn't get to play against Nick and Benson, which I feel like would have been pretty fun. Um, when I was playing against Gloucester with Maya, she was, uh, I think she was locking that game, actually. She's either locking or she's just on the other side of the scrum. So a little bit different, but.
want to jump over and talk WPL. You you, you jumped on. You heard us talking to, to Sam and Hannah and the growth of the, of the WPL. You know, as you participate in the Premier 15s, do you see the the WPL being able to grow to the level of of the Premier 15s? Yeah, I mean that, that's the hope, and I think like it's um, sometimes a double edged sword. You know, you want to you know, it's such a short timeline and how COVID affected things and, you know, the size of our country. I think it was like a lot of the current Eagles needed to accelerate really fast. And obviously the Prem is a really good league. So, you know, it was a great opportunity for a lot of people to go over, but then you also are wondering how that's affecting the domestic league and, you know, building rugby within America. So, you know, I, I don't think I have all the right answers. I know there's a lot of people out there way smarter than me um, that have much better ideas and stuff. But, you know, the hope is definitely to, you know, build really strong club rugby in America so that, you know, you don't have to leave your families. You don't have to leave your partners. You don't have to leave, you know, the life that you're living in America to just try to improve in rugby. Um, so, yeah, my hope is that it's definitely going to build in the USA to give those opportunities so we can keep growing, you know, as a nation, because we do have so much potential. Sure. And, you know, it's been great the last two years we've been able to here in the States, you know, stream and watch a lot of the matches um, through Premier 15s. But, you know, selfishly, we'd love to see the Eagles come play domestically in a more professional outfit, right? The WPL. So I'm going to ask you, do you see yourself returning to the WPL anytime soon? Is that in the cards? You know, I can't answer that because I don't know how long I'll be playing. Um, uh, the plan is not to retire immediately. Um, I, I, I'm just going to take it, you know, year by year. Um, if you would have asked me a few years ago, I would have said I would have retired after this World Cup. Um, so we can write you in for 2033 here in the U.S.? <laughs> no, no, no. 100% <laughs> no. I'm going to hopefully be... I'm going to hopefully, if all goes well, I'm going to be with child in my arms, have my kids there watching and supporting 100%. Um, but I haven't counted, I haven't said no to the next one, but we're not sure yet. So like I said, year by year, but, um, sure. you know, I'm going back over to Chiefs um, this season. Um, but it, it, it has been really hard, you know, to be away from my husband and, and things. And so I'm not sure how much longer I'll be able to just, you know, be over there um, from just the sole point of, you know, my relationship and stuff. But um, we'll see. I want kids. Um, I also want to keep playing rugby. So that's hard when you're a woman. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you, you can have kids. No, never mind. I can get into it. I won't even get into it. Uh, only two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Bill, I'd stay away from that. <laughs> Hope, let's, let's talk about women's college rugby really quick, um, specifically Penn State, obviously, for obvious reasons, celebrating 60 years of women's rugby on campus. There are eight Penn State graduates currently representing USA in New Zealand. You know, what is it about the Penn State program that puts out so many quality players? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely um, is a legacy, was a legacy. I guess I will say is a legacy because you can't really take away, you know, history that um, is there and, and what people have accomplished. And, you know, for a while, um, you know, it was a place that you could definitely go and get good coaching. You know, obviously, you you know, we, we had a good run for it for a while. And to be honest, like, as much as I hope Penn State starts building again, you know, they're doing okay. But um, it's good to see a lot of competitive clubs. It's good to see close score lines. That means rugby is growing in America. 
you know, I'm definitely in, in promotion of, you know, having a lot of good teams in America. Um, so it is cool though, to, you know, keep playing with some of the girls I played with at Penn state, you know, there's definitely experiences or different songs that come on that you just kind of know and you look at each other and, you know, remember like, you know, what all we did together and how we built together and, you know, we were able to accomplish something together. So. Well, speaking of accomplishments, um, I interviewed uh, Alicia Washington a while back and she was fresh off her appearance with the Barbarians and everyone knows the history of the Barbarians. The women's is obviously a newer history, um, but she was obviously honored and has such a good time. So I just wanted to ask you that question. I mean, how was your experience pulling on that black and white jersey? It was honestly a dream come true, to be honest. You know, you you know about the the Babas with the men's side and then for the women to uh, start a side a few years ago and then, you know, to be asked to be to play on it. Um you know, it's just one of those things where you kind of feel like, you know, do I belong here? Like, I'm playing with all of these amazing players. Um, but the opportunity was so amazing. And I think for me, it just reestablished and reminded me of why I play rugby and the joy that I have when I play rugby. And, you know, rugby's fun and it's supposed to be that way. And honestly, like, I, I couldn't speak highly enough about my Barbarians experience. And, you know, I hope in the future before I retire or, you know, officially hang up my boots, you know, maybe I get another opportunity because it was just one of the most memorable experiences that I, I've had in my life. I mean, we've only got two minutes left here. Normally, if you've listened to any of our past episodes, we, we've asked some of uh, our guests some, some fun questions um, about the team. So I'm going to spitball a couple questions at you. So um, we asked Kate Zachary last time she was on, who is the funniest person on the team? And before you answer that, we also asked Rob who the funniest person on the team is. And before I could finish the sentence, he said, or thinks they are the funniest person on the team. So I'll ask you, Hope, who's the funniest person on the team? Uh, um, funniest for me would probably be um, Jenny Cronish. She's oh. really funny. Yeah, she's like actually funny. Yeah, like legit funny. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a, that's, a, that's we haven't heard that one yet, Bill. So that's good. We're gonna have to ask Jenny when we talk to her next. Um, hope if the crew's going out and doing a, a team bonding experience, and you're going to a karaoke place, who's the best singer on the team? Uh, Jordan Gray for sure. She got those pipes. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Wait, did you answer? Did you tell her uh, Kate Zachary was the funniest one they all said? Did you mention that? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm not sure I find her that funny. <laughs> <laughs> she actually is probably the one that might think she's the funniest. Um, That's what Rob said. <laughs> I was going to say, I definitely, I love, I love Kate, but I'm not sure he, her humor is my sense of humor, um, though, but uh yeah, I, I could see how she would think she's probably very funny. Hope, feel free to punt on this one if you want. We <laughs> asked Kate to give us her best Rob Kane impression. Oh. So feel free to give us our best, give us your best Rob Kane impression or feel free to just punt it. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Um, okay, give me, like, I need a second to, like, you know, get into character. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Drink some tea. I wish you could see like what my hands are doing because I feel like <laughs> like my ability to like move my hands, how he moves it, is like very, very Rob Kane. But it would be something like 
Hello, ladies. <laughs> what we're going oh. to do today is we're going to focus on our right reach cat's pass. Now, your hands need to be out here because it's really important that we reach towards the ball. Something like that. Was that the queen? Was that the queen or Rob Kane? <laughs> uh, it, it's pretty similar. I'm not sure I have the best accent. Like I said, talk to Jenny Cronish. She can give you a bunch. I bet, was, I bet you Jenny Cronish good. could do that the best on the team. Like I said, she's pretty funny. All right, so we'll, we'll have to book Jenny next time. All she'll do is just impressions for half an hour. Uh, yeah, you should. She could. She could, and she has a really good Scott. She has a lot of good impressions. Awesome. Uh, oh, uh, we've we've taken up too much of your time already. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a blast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And and good luck against Japan and the rest of the World Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. All right, have a good day. Everyone else, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're here again next Wednesday. We are going to keep Wednesdays for a little while, see how it goes. Um, thanks for joining us today. It's been a, a great night. Um, and for now, good luck, uh, USA, and, and have a great weekend, everybody. Good night. Good night.